this is old news, but I didn't know about it. So it's new news to me. <laughs> it's new to Sky News. Right. Today you are here with Catherine Moore and Sky Becker Yamakawa. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Sky. Hi. So tell me, what have you been working on? Well, this week I'm kind of practicing some more in some digital stuff, just doing some practice things. I signed up for a workshop or class on schoolism, just doing like lighting for environmental settings and stuff like that and lighting for digital art. So I'm doing some practice stuff this week. Oh. Cool. That's yeah. Really cool. I think it's always helpful to move beyond your comfort zone and try new things. So that's what I'm doing this week. <laughs> right, right. Cool. How about you? What are you working on? Those years ago, years and years and years ago, I did this Frida. I did my own interpretation of the two Fridas, the one mm-hmm. where she has herself in the traditional Mexican clothes and then she has herself in traditional European clothes because she was half European and half Mexican. So I did my own interpretation of the painting, but I had to do it for a show and I was limited with size and time. So I only did from the waist up. And I was always like, I really want to do the full figure with the skirts and right the whole scene. So I'm finally attempting to do that. Fun. How big is it going to be? I think it's like 50 by 50 inch. It could be wow. a little bit bigger. It's on a canvas. I haven't worked on canvas in years. I have two giant canvases that were in my garage up in the rafters. And I asked my husband to help me take them down. I took one down. I gessoed it out. The dog walked across the gessoed canvas. Of course. (laughs) Well, it was, he's never walked. He's getting old. He's Uh never walked on a painting before. He always knew better. Uh And I painted it and I left the room for like a minute. And it came back. I just painted this white. What are those blemishes in the canvas? Well, puppy prints. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Those are dog prints. And then I looked on the hardwood and there was dog prints on the hardwood going onto the carpet back to his bed. (laughs) I was like, what did you do? He used to avoid it. Now he's like, I don't even care. So like I had to quick clean the gesso up before it dried. Right. And I called him over and I was like, do you do, do this? And he's just <laughs> looking at me like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I did. What of it? <laughs> right. His eyes got really, really big. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> was me. Right. Well, it could have been worse. He could have punctured the canvas. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to attempt that. I'm taking it little by step by step. It'll take a while, but that's what I'm doing. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing your work on that. Thanks. We'll be right back to talk about success as an artist. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about success as an artist. I looked it up and I thought, you know, what is the definition of success? The Mm -hmm. definition of success, according to Google, is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. I thought about this episode, Catherine, because I thought if we set goals, then we want to succeed at our goals. Right. Right. (laughs) We hope. 
Right. But it wasn't just that because a lot of things I think run through our heads as artists. It's not only like, oh, I made these goals for the year. I want to accomplish them. But there's also like, well, how do you define yourself as successful as an artist? Which is, Mm -hmm. those are two separate things. Right. But they're also relational. Right. So I have a quick question before we get into our discussion. Are we talking about artists as in gallery artists or commercial artists or all of it? Because I think there's some difference. I think it's all of it. Well, I'll be curious to hear about what you think for each of them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's all related. It's just sort of for the mental health of success as an artist. Okay. (laughs) So we have success. So what does success mean to you? Uh, There's financial success. There's Mm -hmm. for the gallery artist. There might be getting into a specific gallery. There might be completing a certain amount of paintings annually, mastering a medium. So for a commercial artist, what would success possibly be? What are some examples? You know, I would think definitely if you're working as a freelance that you have enough clients that you're able to put food on the table, I think would be good. So there is financial success there. Maybe it's getting big clients like Star Wars or DC or Disney or something like that. And you're doing commercial work for them. Maybe you're going into a field and you want to work for an animation studio. I mean, that's, you're still an artist doing different stuff. It's not freelance, but you're working for a studio. So maybe it's, Ooh, you know, I'm, I'm getting into a big studio or I'm working for a big company. I think that would all tie into success for a commercial artist. Yeah, I agree. According to the internet, only 10% of art school graduates make a living from their artwork. Is success as an artist, though, only about the money? Right. So again, so is that statistic related only to people that are just selling their artwork? Or does that also include graphic designers and illustrators and animators? And I think it was everybody. It was the whole... Okay. Yeah, it was the whole kit and caboodle. Because it seems so low to me. It does. It does. (laughs) The article continues to say that success does not only mean money. It could also mean improving, perfecting skills, learning new skills, finishing pieces, building a body of work, building a successful art career, I guess, accumulating clients as a commercial Mm -hmm. artist and sustaining an art career. So in order to sustain that art career, we have to go back to financial success. Right. right? It all kind of goes (laughs) back to that. Um, That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. There was one article on TED.com and it said, here's the thing about creative careers. There are no guarantees. You can pour your heart and soul into your art and never get recognized for it, much less paid for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's applicable if you're looking at success from the financial side. Right. I would say that you could get paid for your work and not necessarily be recognized for it by the art world in general. That was another thing which I found online. This was a might could website is what Mm -hmm. it was called. And this woman describes that she had a mental wall in her head about how wanting to be accepted by the art world and constantly comparing or making the success for herself as an artist based on financials or being in certain galleries or whatever it was to the point that it was suffocating her creativity Mm -hmm. and she just wanted to create. So eventually she just put the financials out of her head and was able to once again, be able to create and share and just feel okay about it. Right. So did she end up being financially successful from that at all? Or she doesn't say it. She doesn't say 
Right. Okay. It sounded like she was able to break through her creative barriers and she did a comic book online, which was one of her goals, but she was so fearful of not being successful and the financial side of things mm-hmm. that she was hiding it. Like, oh, this isn't good enough to post right. on social media, which yeah, that that's why I was I was curious because I think I was like oh, a lot of times, I don't know if it's a lot of times, but I've seen a few artists at least talk about how they didn't worry about the money and then the money ended up coming because they just focus on doing their to focus on their creativity and just putting stuff out there whether or not they thought it would bring them money or not and then they ended up making money doing it because they were being more authentic to themselves as an artist right and that's the hope And when I see other artists feed, but I'm an artist, I like to see things that feel more authentic and genuine. Right. Whereas some artists, I have noticed that their Instagram is extremely manicured, where everything looks like it's professionally photographed. Right. And everything is only in a specific color palette. They feel disingenuous. Mm -hmm. And then the question is, are they having more success or not? Right, right. So in my mind, (laughs) we're talking about this. I think it's really hard to take finance out of success as an artist. But I mean, that could be because For me, I went to art school for a goal is to get a job working in the arts. For me, it's hard to go, well, if I'm not making money from it, and that's what I paid to go to school for. (laughs) For me, Mm -hmm. it's hard to detach that. But I guess if artists out there that are like, fine, never making money from their work, I don't know. I'm having a hard time detaching. (laughs) And I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not expecting to become rich or anything, but I want to be able to make a living from doing my work worked a long time to do it so I don't know I think it's hard for me to detach what about you are you able to detach the finance from it I think the the financial side can be disattached for small successful goals Mm -hmm. okay if you say I want to complete one painting a week Mm -hmm. for the for next month type of thing that's a small goal that it's like yeah I was successful right but right, overall success, the money sign does come to <laughs> it's like, you. Hmm, I don't know. Well, maybe that's because, you know, the society we live in. It's like, yeah, it's like, I can't eat or put a roof over my head unless I'm bringing in some money somewhere. So, I mean, it's definitely hard. And I think that it's a real struggle for artists. Mm-hmm. So that's why, yeah, we, I kind of wanted to talk about it and explore other ways for us to possibly feel like some level of success. Right. I think there's the overall success of your business. If you're in art to be a business, I think if you create just to create, like maybe it's good for your mental health, it's something that you find joy in, then that's its own type of success for you doing it. Like you just want to be good at it just to be good at it where you're either independently wealthy (laughs) Or you don't have to worry about paying bills or anything like that. Or maybe you're retired and you've already done your stuff. I think you can gain success as an artist. It is probably pretty freeing to do it that way. Some artists even have the day job so they can just focus all on their creativity and not worry. I don't sell X amount of paintings per month. I'm going to starve to death. So I think that way I can detach the finance portion a little bit. But I think there's... There's, yeah, it's hard. If I take myself away and go, I didn't didn't set out to be an artist to as a career goal. I just want to be good at this one thing. Then I can go, yeah, I'm 
doing X amount of paintings and I'm becoming really good at this medium or something like that, that I can see success be defined that way. I think if you're a working artist, you have to have the finance in there. You do, you do. But but it's hard because, because art is so subjective. Yeah, it is. But you can break down your the success into like you were talking about little goals and be happy at the little successes that you make along the way on your journey. Right, right. So it was Omar Wynn online had five tips for setting goals to succeed for artists and illustrators. One was brainstorming. Write down as many things as possible for what you'd like to do to be or to have. And I looked at Lisa Congdon, who's also an artist and writes books. She had a book called Art.Inc. And she describes a visual in her book where it's almost like, you know, you draw your goal and you put a circle around it and then you draw lines off of it with these brainstorming ideas. Number two was write down specific goals. Number three, set three goals with a deadline. Four, make an action plan. And five, remember that success is a marathon. Right. So, which is what I hear when you were just explaining the financial side. Yeah, it's a bit of a marathon, but it's definitely hard because if you're always thinking about, well, is this going to sell? Is this going to sell? Then you might not be true to your creative side or your paintings might, or your artwork, depending on what your medium is, might suffer because you're always watching which way the wind is blowing in terms of the mass appeal. Right. I think it has to come down for me. It's like be authentic to what you are interested in or what you create as an artist is to stay authentic to that. And then the work comes in is how to build your audience. Maybe that's a discussion for another time, but (laughs) it's how you build your audience. So you're still creating the things you want to create and building an audience that is interested in those things. Because I know when I first started out doing gallery work, I really struggled because in my head, it was, what do I paint? I Like you were just saying, it's like, how, what do I paint that someone's going to connect with and want to buy? Right. And that's where my brain was. And so I really struggled the first couple years I was doing gallery work because that's where my brain was. And then it took Leilani, who I know, Leilani Bustamante, who I know we've had on the show, but she approached me once. She's like, why are you even thinking about the paint what you want to paint? Just do it. She's like, you've been, you've been working for like art directors or something telling you what they want. She's like, just paint what you want and people will come. And the minute I did that, I started making sales. So there is something to be said about So I did kind of take the finance away from that for that short thing. My goal was still to make money from my art, but it didn't have to be an immediate goal. Whereas like this painting needs to sell. What do people want? It was just painting what I wanted to paint. And I think as you were saying earlier, maybe someone connected with that authenticity at that point. Yeah, it's definitely a a tough field, especially if you're measuring success financially. And can only hope that some of these... (laughs) tips can help. I I hope so. Yeah. It is not an easy gig to be a working artist. Right. It isn't. Okay. Well, we will be right back to talk about art news. Hello and welcome back. Today we have our art news segment and it is about 
Andy Warhol. This is old news, but I didn't know about it. So it's new news to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's new to Sky News. Right. So in a 10 Supreme Court hearing, Warhol Foundation lawyers fight conservative justices on the meaning of fair use. Mm-hmm. It was this exceedingly rare for an art-related case to make it to the U.S. Supreme Court, but in 2022, one was heard, and it pits Andy Warhol Foundation for the Visual Arts against photographer Lynn Goldsmith, who claimed that the pop artist appropriated her portrait of Prince in mm-hmm. such a way that infringed upon her copyright. So it was really interesting that this case came up. Warhol's dead. <laughs> Prince is right. dead. But this case could determine how appropriation art is dealt with by legal experts for years to come. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, the conservative justices ponder the true meaning of fair use, because I guess these copyright laws, and we'll go into them in a minute, are going to be under major fire with all social media. And what people post there, it was like, how far are you going to take this? Right. So they said this week back, this was in October 2022, the U.S. Supreme Court took up issue for copyright and fair use for the first time since 1994. Wow. Yeah. When the hip hop group Two Live Crew defended themselves against representatives for the late singer Roy Orbison. Mm -hmm. I kind of remember that. I remember that. By the end, it seemed equally possible that the justices controlling radicalized conservative courts will decide to parse an issue of magazine photo licensing or that they will blow up the core of Warhol's creative achievement and take huge swaths of content and culture with it. Yeah, potentially they're going to take issue with the majority of Warhol's work and it's going to be removed. That's crazy. So how would they remove? I mean, just remove it from existence? I've always wondered about this, the whole copyright infringement thing. Mm -hmm. I don't remember, but I know years ago when I was in school, they talked about Koontz getting in trouble because he did sculpture or a painting of this couple with their dog. Did you learn about that one? I don't remember that one. Okay. It's possible we did, but I don't remember it. He took this picture he found in a newspaper of this husband and wife with their dogs and he put clown noses on them. Mm And hats or something. And they came after him and said, he made us look like fools and unacceptable. And then it was determined by the judge if he had altered the picture by a certain percentage, like 90%, then it was okay. And he lost. Right. Well, wasn't there not... Well, I mean, it was a while ago now, but Shepard Ferry Mm -hmm. also has been sued by photographers. Right. Yeah. And there was another one too, I think he was sued for, for actually appropriating someone's artwork. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can kind of visualize it in my head. It was many years ago, so I don't remember it, but he's been in trouble a few times for appropriating artwork. And I don't think he's won every one of his cases. Right. <laughs> so they said, Alongside, there was four factors of fair use statute. Artists could be required to justify their deed to use a specific piece of copyrighted material. Factor one, the purpose and character of the use. Factor two, the nature of the copyrighted work. Factor three, the amount of substantiality of the portion used. Four, the effect of the use on the potential market or value of the work. I guess they had a to prove these four things, and the hearing ended with a rebuttal by Martinez, one of the attorneys who warned the justices that the decision before them was not just about whether Warhol's painting unfairly displaced Goldsmith's photo from a supermarket magazine cover, but if Goldsmith is awarded copyright of Warhol Prince series, he argued museums, galleries, and collectors will be liable for infringement if they show or sell that work. So wait a minute. So 
This case doesn't sound like it's completely about copyright infringement, but it sounds like from that sentence, it sounds to me that Goldsmith is actually trying to claim copyright over Warhol's pieces. Yeah. Which is a little different than just saying this person illegally infringed upon my copyright. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a little more scary. <laughs> it gets really scary, especially with NFTs mm -hmm. and things being digital and so much more accessible to people now. Right. They go on. So such a decision to sell the work to any works appropriate elements in the dispute, such a decision would have a suppressive effect, not only on the world of post-war contemporary art, but on many spheres of digital social media that have been constructed on the existing legal framework for creating and reusing content. The challenge, of course, is that the case is now in the hands of a radical Supreme Court, which has shown little restraint in sweeping aside precedents and history. If it has an ideology solution, it wants to impose. I don't think they finished. They didn't figure out what was going to happen. Yeah, usually when they'll do the hearings in fall or something, and then the, we won't get the decision until the summer. Okay. If this was in October of 2022 and they heard it, they'll probably have the decision maybe June or July or something like that. Okay. So stay tuned. <laughs> See if we got to change up some stuff. It is kind of crazy. I'm like Warhol's gone. Prince is gone. I don't entirely understand why this happened. <laughs> Well, copyright is the life of the artist plus 75 years. So there's, they can still challenge copyright. Right, right. Because yeah. Warhol hasn't been dead that long. And neither has Prince. And neither <laughs> has Prince, right. Exactly. Well, and then the other thing too is that the copyright infringement happened against this photographer who is obviously still alive. I'm assuming, yeah. I'm assuming she is. She can still sue for copyright. I guess she's she would sue the estate. Yeah, Warhol Foundation. It's definitely something that for, I think, any artist who uses any type of photo reference, there's always that little voice in the back of my head, copyright. Am I altering it enough? Do I have permission? Right. It's like that 10%. I'm allowed to use 10%. It's also, it's changing the meaning of the original content. Right. And, yeah. and like they said, the four things, like how much of it did you use? Like if you just used a fourth or a little quarter of a piece, is that right. enough that somebody could say, hey, wait a minute, that from that painting, you stole that. Yeah. And there's some gray area and there's some fine lines. <laughs> there's some. It is very interesting and something that we deal with and think about as artists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least we should be doing that and thinking about that because there's some people out there that straight rip off people. <laughs> So you need to be very wary of that. But I'm I'm interested to see how, what the justices decide on that. It's mm -hmm. going to be interesting. It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. It's basically well, setting a precedence for the future. Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm, in, I'm interested in seeing where this one goes. So we'll have to revisit once the decision comes out. Okay. Well, cool. where can we find you online, Catherine? You can find me on my website at tncanvas.com or on social media, both at tncanvas. Great. And I'm at skiesart.com or skiesartshop on Instagram. And you can follow and please like the Rock the Easel podcast on Instagram, as well as wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as Andy Warhol said, art is anything you can get away with. Great. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and happy creating. creating.